Sometimes in life you find yourself on the right side of the line, where the skies open up and cast a towering shadow, guarding you from the worst life has to offer. And then... That same sky rips away that warm blanket from your clutching arms and casts it into the night. Now, you are on the wrong side of the line. And that's why I'm here. To keep you in line. A line we call the Dry Line. Now remember the Global Ag Network. Madness landed. Yes, it is. It is March Madness time. We are going to take a break from all the hilarity that we give all of you uh, listeners out there each and every week. And we're going to get a little bit of basketball up in your grill. That's right. It's beginning of March Madness, the NCAA tournament. We're actually going to talk that this week. And forgive me if I sound like Sling Blade sitting on a juicer, but my drainage... My drainage has just gotten the best of me this week, and Landon, you said you've even gone through it a little bit this last couple of days. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm right there with you, Brent. Just taking a drink of my beer out of my dryline farmer koozie. It's a pretty sweet deal. Anyway, we're uh, so yeah, we're talking bracket week. We're talking bracketology, and um, that's going to be our main theme this uh, episode of the Dryline Farmer Podcast. And before we go any further, we want to remind everybody where you can find this thing. That's on the Global Ag Network. That's where you're also going to find all kinds of great podcasts. The uh, Moving Iron Podcast, Girls Talk Ag, Heifer Please, Ask Agnes, and a lot of other great ones. <laughs> There's one called Heifer Please? There is. It's, That's uh, awesome. <laughs> it's, I don't really know. It's 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 a wild outfit, to say the least. <laughs> but um, and there should be one called Bullsh... <laughs> don't, don't hate the heifer. Hate the game. <laughs> That's right, man. Don't be, a, don't be a hater if you can't be a player. So, yeah, we're talking basketball. But, yeah, so uh, those are great podcasts. Also, you can find us on Twitter whenever we drop this thing. And I'm going to tweet it out through my ha- uh, username. That's at Trader Brent. And Landon's going to retweet it out. No Twit Landon 44. You're also going to find it on, uh, so, yeah, our main deals, iTunes, and then Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all those good things. And um, so find us there on the Internet. So, yeah. Uh, we're going to talk basketball here in a little bit. Uh, first of all, got a little rain this week. Landon, you got a little more last night than I did, didn't you? Oh, we had about half an inch. How much did you have, Brent? Yeah, we had, we had 1,500 or so, but it's a, uh, it's, it's a, it's a welcome, it's a welcome little start. Hopefully this is a sign of things to come because, uh, mm-hmm. although we did have our, our rural electric cooperative annual meeting last night, which was pretty tight and off the hook, did get a nice, nice little dividend check. Uh, I just assumed that dividend check be a little smaller. If it means I don't have to run ninety straight days in a row during the summertime, but so hopefully this is a a, a good thing sign of things to come. Landon, I'm not even gonna have to edit this thing for bass because I've already got it in my voice, man. Oh, nice. This is this is tight. This is gonna save me some room. So yeah, so we're uh, got some rain. We're gonna ship cattle next week. Going to they're actually going to Nebraska and the little uh, we're sending them by boat. We are. We're sending them by airboat and by barge. I don't know. I've Guys up there in Nebraska, any of y'all that listen to us up there, we uh, just know that we're thinking about you and praying for you, and uh, we hope those uh, waters recede in a hurry and you can uh, get back to fixing stuff and uh, get your 
highways, railroads, and everything, especially your livestock and all your fields in order and ready to go. And hopefully, most of all, that you stayed safe during this ordeal. So uh, it's hard to kind of relate to that kind of problem. And when you're, I mean, the entire state is basically a playa lake now. Oh, I know. It's yeah. a, it's nut stuff, man. I mean, we've had, we had the epic windstorm. But yeah, that, what do they call that? A, a land cane? A land cane. Uh, no, they called it a, uh, some kind of a cyclone, a boom or something. I heard, I heard the term land cane. I don't know. If a that's... Land cane. I don't know. Land. I'm, I'm calling bull crap on that. Let's, uh, let's see. Uh, Nebraska, I'm typing this in. Cyclone bomb. It was a cyclone bomb is what it was. And just to see the footage out of this thing is nuts. I mean, everything is underwater. There's farmhouses that are an island in themselves. And uh, and I just ran across somebody's tweet, and I forgot who did it, but they uh, sent a link from the, I think it's from the National mm. Weather Service. I'm trying to see if I can find it real quick, but you can, uh, It's it's got a photo of, like a Google Maps photo of uh, the Mississippi River Valley, basically is what it is. And there's a line that you can move to the left or right, and it shows you like a few days before the flooding and a few days, or and like today. Um, and it's a pretty neat deal. Yeah, right here, uh, at John Hanspan, at J-H-A-N-S-M-A-N, I'll retweet it. That is pretty neat. And um, flooding on the lower Mississippi continues. It's from the earthobservatory.nasa.gov. It's pretty. I mean, it's. I mean, it's not. It's a slick website, but it's a pretty sad. Uh, pretty sad. Uh, uh, view here when you when you move that cursor back and forth. But uh, the uh, Mississippi River basically doubles and triple doubles or triples in width from the looks of this. Uh, from the looks of this map. So uh, take a look at that. That's pretty. Uh, that's pretty interesting stuff. So yeah, everybody in Nebraska, y'all stay safe and uh, keep the faith and uh, and stay hard at it. So yeah. We got some rain down here, and obviously nothing like that. So we're starting to do a little spraying again. Landon, we're getting a, a little farm talk here. We're getting a, a my voice cracked, and it still was below a E flat, <laughs> E sharp. Uh, starting to spray again, and um, we're uh, ordered a, a strip freshener. This is almost a strip till, but it's not quite. It's uh, pretty interesting. It's got a couple row cleaners in the front. Yetter makes it. They got a couple row cleaners in the front. They got um. Then there's like a wavy culture, and then there's another set of trash whippers behind it, and then a rolling basket. And all we're doing is um, getting that uh, residue out of the way, that, that corn stubble, where we are going to put the cotton. And we really need that soil to warm up a whole lot quicker than we have been in the past since we're all no-till. But uh, pretty interesting deal. We got a, those units coming in, and then we got the toolbar being made, and hopefully it'll all come together next week. So um, pretty interesting stuff, Landon. You got anything you got going on the – on your place, yeah. Oh, spraying the wheat, trying to get the weeds out of the wheat this week, and we had a little barn damage on the wind. Like the whole southwest side of our barn, like from the ground all the way to where the roof is, the wall is just like folding back. Wow, about a foot. Jeez, Landon, now you had some damage to the co-op. Give us a little inkling of what y'all had. Oh, we had a couple bins get kind of dented. One of them, one of them kind of blew over and had the had about a twenty foot space and a roof come off. Now, how big are these bins? Everybody, give everybody a... One of them's pretty big. It holds about, oh, 8 million pounds. Okay. And the other one, it's a small bin. It holds holds a million pounds or 56,000 bushels. There you go. That's the way to do it. So, yeah, pretty pretty significant uh, size of structures that got a damage there. We really didn't have any uh, damage, really, to speak of. I'm still shocked that we got all our sprinklers standing, and uh, we got a little damage yeah. on... Uh, one old barn that we don't hardly use anymore anyway, so uh, that was pretty interesting. But now I do have a TNL pivot. This is one of the hydraulic drive pivots, 
And it did turn it over, but um, you know, it works different than all the valleys and all those electrical drive sprinklers. This has got the planetary so that wind could push it around and it was crooked like it was in a zigzag all the way down the all the way down the um the sprinkler. Yeah. Is that not exciting? I, I was just listening to that back and I kinda lost everybody's attention, let let alone mine. So uh that's right, even Devora likes it. So she's getting excited again. So yeah, I got all that done. Uh, I got this stray dog that showed up a couple months ago. And damn dogs costing me money. I already took it to the vet like three weeks ago, two weeks ago. And they did blood work on it. And they're like, yeah, her kidneys are like in failure mode. So, but I don't know. I was, so I took her home and gave, they gave her some fluids first. And then I took her home. And then here about two days ago, she was looking pretty lethargic. So I took her to another outfit to kind of get a second opinion. And they, uh, they took her <laughs> in and uh, gave her a, Gave her some more fluids and did another check, and her or before they gave her fluids, a check they did the blood check, and the numbers had doubled for the worse. So uh, that's pretty concerning. It's a kind of a it's a Great Dane, and skinny as a freaking rail, and uh, so that that dog's been up there for the last two days, and uh, went up there picked her up here this afternoon, and anyway, she was looking better after those set of fluids, and so we're gonna put her on a different diet, and hopefully we can uh, give her a little longer time to live, and maybe she'll. Uh, we can kind of work her out, but a uh, dang dog. I've never bought a dog, Landon. Have you ever bought a dog? Uh, no, no. My dad bought a chocolate lab for us once. How long did it last? Uh, sixteen and a half years. Oh, okay. So, so by the store bought ones do last. Pretty, yeah. The one, the ones you get out of the Hooters parking lot, they can, they can last a while. Yeah, nice. Was it a? Uh, was it, did it nurse really well? Then? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So, so Brent, wouldn't you just love to shake the hand of the guy that that dropped that Great Dane off for you? I would love to, and then I'd stick it in the meat grinder <laughs> because we're like, uh, what, 12 miles out of town, and um, this dog just showed up one day, just wandering around, freaking skinny as a rail, so I'm, I felt sorry for it. So I picked it up, brought it home, and uh, and uh, took it in. So uh, don't say I never did anything nice for anybody. But, uh, yeah, so we got the dog, spending a bunch of dang money on it, and then another, you got into these other two miniature Australian Shepherds, and well, the female had a urinary tract infection, so I had to take her in and get her ass all fixed up, give her pills for two weeks, and uh, do all that. So it's a uh, it's freaking animal farm down here at my how many, house. How many dogs do you have right Three now? Three for the time being. So uh, Man, forget the calf barn; you can just open up a kennel. Oh, right. Yes, yeah, I was at the vet, and there were a couple of dog breeders there. Are you serious? Uh, yeah, they were. I guess, but. A lot of people don't like that, but the more I listen to it, they raise dogs for uh, the wound. I guess the Wounded Warrior Project, and they give them to Wounded Warriors. So, uh, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty neat. I think they live up north of uh, Vegas somewhere, but uh, pretty. I mean, they were. I don't know if they got to town just too often. Well, I know that place in Hereford. Kimmy did some work. She did some volunteer work with them, and they would they take them up to like Colorado. They okay, t- take these puppies and drop uh-huh. them off. I don't know where they go to from there, but it's pretty cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. These folks, I'm sure they're doing a good thing, but boy, I mean, they were country. They were country as country gets. So, uh, they're doing a good thing. So, heck, you can't judge a book by its cover. But guys, we've got bracket bracketology coming up here on the second segment, and a little mix, a uh, little uh, gonna mix it up a little bit with Ricardo. He's gonna give us picks, and I mean, he's gonna give us his forecast, and he's gonna give us his top picks in his bracket. It's pretty interesting. I've kind of perused over a little bit. I don't know what his criterion are for uh, making picks for his winners, 
but it's got nothing to do with basketball. I assume it's going to be like percentages, like rain chances. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, UC Irvine has about a fifteen percent chance. Yeah, well, it's not that scientific, Landon. Not yeah. that scientific. But we've got all that and more on the Dryland Farmer Podcast. Hey, Mato, who you got in the, the pizza final quattro, huh? Nah, Mato, I've been, I got something about earlier. Hey, this is Radar Ricardo, the sports guy, Dana Serio, bringing your Dryland Farmer Podcast sports update. That's right. This week, it's all sports. And now let's get into it right away. We're going to go ahead and get down to the Sweet 16, Vato. Uh, out of the East, I've got North Dakota State, Liberty, Yale, uh, Bradley. They're all in the Sweet 16, Vato. In the West region, we've got Murray, FDU, Montana, and uh, Vato. I still got your Texas Tech Red Raiders. I mean, I got to represent for you, Vato. Over in the Midwest, I've got Abilene Christian, New Mexico State University, and Iona. Over I I met a girl one night in Iona. Oddly enough, her name was Iona Vato. Uh, I spent a month there one weekend. Ah, uh, ah, uh, nah. Vato out of the South region, we've got Webb. We've got uh, let's see, uh, ODU and Colgate. Vato. Moving on down earlier or farther down the forecast, we're going. To, let's get to the final four. Vato out of the East, I've got in a stunning upset. I've got North Dakota State beating the number fifteen Bradley. Out of the West, Vato, we've got Montana coming out ahead of FDU, Vato. And something not just unexpected, Vato, we've got the 15 Abilene Christian University beating Iona, as they should, Vato. And out of the South, it's another 15 seed, Vato. I got Colgate in the championship game, Vato. It's all 15 seeds, Vato. We've got Abilene Christian against Montana. The tiebreaker score, Vato. Hey, this is the end of my song. I got the score 7-3, to three, Montana. Okay, Ricardo, I'm not too sure about your picks, but, man, but I tell you what, I've uh, I've been wrong more than I've been right on that thing. So uh, good luck to everybody, you and Diego and your whole uh, mafia you got going on there. Well, it is Bracketology time here on the Dryline Farmer Podcast. So here we go. <laughs> So, Landon, I'm going to look this up. I'm pretty sure this is John Tesh. Killing me. You looking up the lyrics? Uh, well, I'm looking up the song here. Let's see here. Discography, discography, songs. I I know it's got to be him. Anyway, he's got a worship collection. I didn't know he was a Christian rock singer, too. Sounds like the theme of something a wrestler from the 1980s would come out to. <laughs> It's certainly possible. It's certainly possible. Let's see. CBS song? Round Ball Rock is a theme song composed by John Test and used for the NBA on NBC. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, my bad, my bad. Anyway, okay, so it's not John Test, but it's, it sounds like something he would do. Okay, Landon, let's start it off. We got bracket time. Landon, we got uh, the first round usually kind of easy. Who are your Who are your upsets? Well, I was just reading about that. You know, remember how a few years ago it was always the the 12 upset and the 5? Right. Well, I'm reading an article here that says the 611 is the new 125. 611. And since 2015, the 11 seeds are 9 and 7 against the 6 seeds. Wow. So. See, I'm still in that 125. I've got 
So who so who are your upsets then? Well, speaking of the eleven six, you got Belmont versus Maryland. Those white boys from Belmont looked good the other night. Last night. I mean they did. They were They were the play in game or they were, their conference tournament. It was it was one of the play in games. So now they're 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 the eleven seed going up against Maryland. I don't think St. Mary's has a prayer against Has a what? I don't think St. Mary's has a Hail Mary against uh, Villanova. <laughs> well, you said other. a prayer. Yeah. No, I got Nova there. <clears throat> okay, 6-11 in the West. We've got Buffalo and uh, who's the playing game? ASU and J- SJU. I've, uh, I think Buffalo wins that one. Uh, St. John's is SJU. Oh, okay. They're both okay. coached by ex-NBA players, Bobby Hurley and uh, Chris Mullen. Well, there you go. And I think Iowa State's going to roll Ohio State the other 11-6. See, I've got – I've got I think I've got all of those. I got the sixes winning. The uh I was more concerned about the five twelves. Yeah, because uh, you don't want to pick three sixes. That's that's just evil. That's just evil. That's uh that's Baptist. You know, I got twelve fives, I could see Oregon maybe upset in Wisconsin. I've got Oregon over Wisconsin. I don't have Liberty University winning against Mississippi State. I don't have Liberty winning on anything. I don't either. I don't even have them in my bracket, which is <laughs> weird. I've got Marquette over Murray State, and then I've got I've got New Mexico State beating Auburn. You got Auburn beating the real Aggies? <laughs> I do. I do. I have the real Aggies winning that thing. No, I have the real Aggies beating Auburn. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot yeah. So, uh, let's see, my other upsets landed. I got Seton Hall just because I remember they were always real big in, like, uh, NBA or uh, in NCAA, like, two on uh, a Nintendo. Uh-huh. The Seton Hall was really big back then. Remember that? Oh, I remember I always they had were real Seton big. Hall. I don't even know where Seton Hall is, but uh, let's see who else I've got. Uh, that's a, one of the only. I don't have a whole lot of upsets in this bracket. I've got now. What did last year? Wasn't last year the first year that a uh, number one lost? Yes, Virginia got beat. Virginia. By, oh crud! Who was it? Was it like Phoenix Online or? No. <laughs> or was it in no, Diesel Institute? I was gonna say it's like a Marymount, but I don't think that's right. Okay, and then do they win the second round too? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to look. I don't think so. But as you could tell, everybody, we did our research last year. Like a Loyola, Loyola, Loyola. They were the they were the big the big upsetters. I don't know. They got all the way to the final four. I don't know what seed they started off at. Let's see. All right, Landon. Let's just go ahead and pull up twenty eighteen bracket. My computer's restarting, so I can't look all what this. What the stuff. hell? I know. Okay, take a look at the twenty eighteen tournament's best bracket. Well, they have Sister Rose, that lady that... Oh, that's right, yeah. Uh, let's see, wow. One guy got... This This is the best one. This guy got the South, the entire South region correct. He only missed one on the West. Now, he did lose a lot in the East region and the just only like two. two in the Midwest region. Wow. So, uh, let's see. Uh, that's not really what I want Brent, to what's your what's your secret formula or magic formula that you use to pick these? I uh, I like to see who has the best nightlife. So, um, because I don't know. I just know the teams by name. I don't know who's on the teams. I don't know their records. All I know is what they're seated in the sixth round of 66 or 68, whatever they call it mm-hmm. now. So, um, and the ones I know, Duke, uh, I pick all the one seeds to go pretty far. The, the last, I would say the last five years, I've had, I've not had Duke going past the Sweet 16. I've always had them losing in the Sweet 16. I might be wrong. I think there's two or three years ago, I think, uh, 
all four number one seeds got in the final four. Maybe I'm I'm sure I'm wrong, but I can look that up, Landon. Like <clears throat> uh, all four, all one all one seeds in final four. Google's such an amazing thing. It is. I mean, this is the Tower of Babel, man. All right, college basketball. Here we go. Uh, history of the NCAA tournament. Uh, number one seeds. Oh, that's not what we're looking for. I know it's happened before, but uh, yeah. Usually, so Landon, what's uh, what is it usually? There's a at least there's probably what a, at least one one seed. There seems like there's usually a four, maybe a six in there. It seems like you get a six pretty regularly. Yeah, you get a six pretty regularly. Okay, so now moving on to the round of thirty-two, Landon. I've got I've still got mostly all favorites winning. Uh, in the uh, let's see, in the East region, I've got Duke, Mississippi State, LSU, and Michigan State. How about you? Oh, you don't know because your computer's restarting. Well, look at my screen. Can you remember? No, I can't remember. Okay, what, what's your final four, Brandon? Landon, let's get down to that. So in this, I've made I've made what five brackets? Well, I did make five. I made two brackets, and then I let the computer. Choose the other three. Oh, the autofill. That's the a good strategy. The autofill is pretty sweet. Yeah, that's my strategy. <laughs> uh, my final four in this bracket Duke, Texas Tech, Virginia, Kentucky. What Very about nice. you? Now, can you remember that? I've got Duke, Plantech. Wait, go back up to the Duke. I think one of those I had Duke losing to. Uh, who's the two seed over there? The two seed is uh, Michigan State. I had Michigan State upsetting Duke. So I had Michigan State and Tech, and Tech beating them. And then I had Tennessee and scroll down North Carolina. And then I had North Carolina. Okay, I had I had Tech beating Tennessee by five in the championship. Game. Oh wow, very uh, homerish, Slackland. And well, I've got in this bracket, I've got Duke beating Kentucky seventy-eight to sixty-six. And Boring. I did, and I did not check the boxes where I wanted to enter all states bracket sweeps or accuracy because I didn't want to get all their crap emails because I know I'm not going to win. So, you know, uh, a few years ago, I'd say about seven or eight years ago, a friend of mine, his name is Brandon Mivis, he won this damn thing, the whole thing. He got a tour of ESPN Studios, and him and, and one of the old, you know, the Schilling twins. Yeah, but nobody else listening I know. does. Everybody knows Jesco, I know Jason Jesco that yeah. listens to this knows. So they go, he takes him to go tour the ESPN studios, and the shillings don't go anywhere without wearing Dallas Cowboys gear. Oh, gosh. So there's this guy carrying this big old box. And so Blake Schilling opens the door for him, and the guy with the box stops, and he goes, he goes, you know, I would say thank you, but I'm not going to with you wearing that shirt. And it was Eric Allen, who was, uh, who was a Pro Bowl cornerback for the, for the Eagles for okay. a long time. And I think he played for the Raiders later on. But, but he was one of the guys that was always trying to – Give Aikman some concussions and all that good oh, stuff. Oh, uh-huh. So they got to meet him. That was pretty cool. Now, Landon, I'm going to go over here to my uh, – This is, is this a random bracket? Let's see. Or is this a uh, – this is a uh, weighted bracket, I believe. No, no, this is one I picked. I'm going to go to the one that has – who has a Gonzaga winning. So in this random one, it's got VCU, which is who, Landon? Virginia Commonwealth. Virginia Commonwealth, Gonzaga, or Gonzaga, Tennessee, and North Carolina in the final four. He has mm. Gonzaga beating Tennessee in the championship game. And then I had to pick the score for the tiebreaker. Not Brent, it. I got a trivia question for you. Go what, for it. What state is Gonzaga in? 
We looked that up today because we didn't know. Is Gonzaga, is it back east? Well, that's what I thought. I was only about, oh, 2,500 miles off. Is it in the Midwest? <laughs> it's in the it's in the, it's very, in the West? Where west. is it, Landon? It's in Washington, Spokane, Washington. Oh, wow. No, Landon, you're further than 2,500 miles away from the East Coast. Well, I wasn't on the East Coast, oh, but okay. I was you know, I was getting over there. So it was in Washington, okay, okay. Where's Maryland at, Landon? <laughs> <laughs> in Kansas State? <laughs> uh, let's see. I, now, I don't know where Colgate is. I don't know where Bradley is. I do know where Yale is. <clears throat> Who do you think are some teams below four seed or below that could that that you could potentially see getting in the final four? All right, Landon, in the final four. Well, let's just go back to my first bracket here. I had now they don't have to be in your final four. I know, just, but I'm just looking. It kind of gives me a final four. Okay, all of those are uh, four or better. Okay, I'm gonna say Kansas four. They're mm-hmm. up there. I think I have them in the Elite Eight a couple times. Uh, let's see. In the other region, Kansas State. No, they're not going. Virginia Tech, no. Um, anything higher? Anything higher? I don't know. Is is Rick Pitino, is he any? Is he no longer relevant at I think he's trying to go coach in another country where it's okay to, to, know, your, to, to know your mistress on a restaurant table. Is where that it's he, not so frowned upon. He did, the, he did that in the past. Don't you know a guy with a name like Rick Patino has got to have some nicknames, not only for Rick, but for Patino? Oh, I know. And another, this is kind of off topic, but we were talking about Robert Kraft last week. Right. And I was kind of looking at him, like not off, taking their plea deal. I cannot believe we missed a joke that that he got a handout from a lady in Palm Beach County. Oh I cannot believe we missed that. But How did we miss that? Oh, anyway, man. The team I really like, though, that that's kind of a – you know, a higher seed. I really like Iowa State because they looked really good against Tech the last time we played them. That was a tough game. So let's talk a little uh, alma mater. How worried are you about their last performance against West Virginia? Uh, not really. I don't. I think the Big Twelve tournament is stupid because I mean, you get you get rest. I think that's a good thing. I, I wish we would have won at least you know one game. That would have been that would have been nice, but now I'm, they, I'm not too worried about they that. They were down 15 and came back to get ahead. Yeah, we made a game of it. That's made true. a game of it. So I guess that's worth something. But I don't know how concerning that was. Did he rest? Did he rest anybody more than he usually does? No, we played the shit out of our starting five. That's probably probably why it wasn't a bad deal to to not win. Yeah, and you really want to just get a two or a three seed because if you're a four seed, you got to meet the number one in the elite eight rather than that's the, true. I mean the sweet sixteen. Now who won the? Uh, Big 12. The tournament? tournament? It was Iowa State or Kansas, I think, okay. wasn't it? I, I don't remember who won. I don't think – Kansas got beat, I know. Okay, I think Iowa State won it. But so, uh, I guess we should also give a little bit of love to the old – one of the old LSC conferences teams, Abilene, Abilene Christian. Christian, baby. Made, made the tournament. It's like their third or fourth year. When is the, West Texas A&M one. University going to make it? I don't know. They're in the they're in the Elite Eight in the – or the Division big eight three. or whatever they call it. Division yeah. two. Yeah. Division two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So I, yeah. I could possibly see them moving up eventually, but but Abilene Christian, they've done good in three or four years in Division One. So. I'm looking for uh, Amarillo College to make a move here in the next five years, Landon. You know they used to have sports. That now tell me again. We talked about this one time. What their their um, mascot was? The Badgers. The Badgers. Yeah. Yeah. We had. We, I worked with a guy. He's older. Um, he used to pitch for them back in the. Back in the 60s, late so, 60s. So we've got the honey badgers and we've got the sod poodles. <laughs> they haven't really like a honey cluster badgers. bang of, of uh, retarded animals. Yeah, the rodents. <laughs> the rodents, that's right. Yeah, the rodents of Amarillo. 
So uh, no, you don't have do you not you do not have any sleepers making it into the say the elite eight landing. So. I have. I think I have a bracket where I have two brackets, and I think in one of them Iowa State gets to the final four, but not. Well, no, no, they're a six seed. I guess that would be it. So Cinderella, Cinder, what's the Cinderella considered? Anything above oh, what? About a ten. Read off, read off some of the tens and higher. Okay, here we go. In the uh, West region, East region, in the East region, uh, starting at ten, you've got, let's see, Minnesota. Then you've got uh, eleven. You've got, I'm getting all uh, mixed up here, but fifteen's uh, Bradley. Uh, 10's Minnesota, 14 Yale. How about an Ivy League, Landon? You didn't pick Bradley? I mean, your kid's named Bradley. I know. Well, he's he wasn't very good at basketball this year. You know, <laughs> if this was a swimming tournament, yes. Yeah. Liberty, <laughs> Liberty. That needs to be a sleeper. Get, give me Liberty or give me give Duke. Me li- yeah, yeah, that's right. Give me Liberty or don't give me Mississippi State because yeah. that's who they're playing. Give me Liberty or give me Duke. Yeah. I, I kind of like Minnesota. You know, that's my favorite all-time mascot when uh-huh. I was – the Thanks. first time I went to Six Flags, I made a uh, won some game, and you get this little one of those little miniature basketballs, and I got a Minnesota one, and it had the little golden gopher with, golden a sweat, gopher. with his with his letter sweater on, right? So his letter sweater, yeah, that's what it was back then. You didn't get a letter jacket, you what, got a letter, sweater. letter sweater. See, so, the only uh, time I ever, uh, the only reason I know it was a golden gophers is because we Texas Tech was playing them in a bowl game, mm-hmm. and we were in Rio Dosa, and they were down. What three touchdowns? Oh, it was, I think it's more than that. I think Maybe we're down by four touchdowns. Yeah, and we came back to beat them in overtime. Yeah, it overtime. It's, it's the biggest them. comeback ever at the time. Biggest come. Yeah, and they fired that coach the their, next day. Their coach went from getting a raise and yeah. probably an extension to getting fired in the matter of thirty minutes of a football game. You talk about a whirlwind of success and failure. They even had a pretty good comeback on the day of your wedding, that New Year's Day bowl game. They, we won. Yeah, we won on a field goal at yeah. the last second, but I think we were down in that one pretty good. Not now. Which one was that? It wasn't a cotton bowl. It was a. It was no, a bet. no, it wasn't a cotton. No, bowl. it wasn't a cotton. It's bowl. probably like Alamo or Gator. Yeah, bowl something, or something like that. Houston Bowl or. So overlanding in the South region, you've got Gardner Webb at sixteen, Colgate at fifteen. Then you've got uh, UC Irvine. I don't know UC Irvine. That sounds kind of trendy. Like it's it going to make a move. They're playing Kansas State. No, no, I don't give them any chance. No. Okay, St. Mary's at eleven. Old Dominion is that the? You think that's a five? That band that has all those bad songs. They've probably got a good as chances. Old Dominion, the come yeah. the uh, the uh, college to beat Purdue as the, the what band are the, does. What are the Boilermakers ranked there, Brent? Let's see, Landon. The Boilermakers are who? Purdue. Purdue. Oh yeah, they're three. They're a three seed. Oh well, I can't pick them. Uh, I don't yeah. really see anything in there. Maybe okay. No, I don't. I'm Let's go down here to the Midwest land, and I'm going to zoom this in for you here. Let's see. On In the uh, Midwest region, we have Iona at 16 against North Carolina. New Mexico State, That's I've got them as an upset. Northeastern, I don't even know where Northeastern is. I'm assuming it's <laughs> in the Northeast. Ohio State is uh, 11. Georgia State, 14. Seton Hall, I've picked them against. I could, I could see Seton Hall. I saw like one of the big analysts pick them to go, like Elite Eight, maybe. I've never had. I've never even heard of Wolford. 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 Oh, it's yeah. it'll be woeful. <laughs> it'll Abilene be woeful. Christian. I don't know. That's kind of hard to go against Abilene Christian, even though they're going against Kentucky. Yeah, since they're getting twenty-two points. Yeah. I would say if Ohio State finds a way to beat Iowa State, I could see them making a little run. 
Montana in the uh, in, in our final region here. We've got the West. Montana at fifteen. F Dickinson. Hey, they won the playing game. They're they're hot. <laughs> Who is uh, F Dickinson? Fairly Dickinson. Like they're just kind of Dickinson. It's, it's just like you know, just just fairly. You just know, fairly. It's not it's not full on Dickinson. Is there a barely Dickinson anywhere? Maybe a barely legal. So uh, Baylor at nine, Murray State at twelve. Against a five in Marquette. I think Murray State's pretty good. I think I saw them play once. They Ver- seem decent. Vermont, 13 against a four Florida State team. Buffalo and the, uh, yeah. What, what's Buffalo? Buffalo's a six against the uh, playing winners of the ASU-SJU playing St. John's game. game yeah. St. John's, yeah. And then hopefully uh, Northern Kentucky against Texas Tech. That won't be an upset. That, that'll probably be the upset that breaks my heart. Probably so. Then you've got Nevada, Florida. Florida's the 10. Nevada's the seven, and then you got Michigan and Montana. Don't see the uh, – what do you think the Montana mascot is? they got to be like buffaloes or prairie grasses or blue stems or, or something. Or maybe some guy who's who has a beard that's 30 years old. But named Mike. Yeah. Montana Mike's. Yeah, he has a he has a beard old enough to drink. You know, I could, in that one I would say Florida would probably have the best chance, but, you know, 10 versus seven, that's, that's, that's not just the biggest upset yeah, ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I'm a. I've got Marquette going a long ways in this one, but I'm a little nervous about that Murray State. I don't know why. I just I like the name. I like the tune of it. I don't. I've always know. been intimidated by people named Murray. I have too. It's like Bill Murray. He scares yeah, the crap out of me. He does, especially in Ghostbusters. He was a bad son of a bitch. I think I could be Bill Murray's friend, but I think I wouldn't because I don't think I could ever be myself around him because I'd be so intimidated. He'd he'd think I was trying too hard. Either that or I'd just be just quoting his movies all the time. Yeah, and he's probably an asshole about that. So yeah, I know. Which it. I don't blame him, but. And I would always get tired of having to pretend I'm always shocked when he hits the exploding golf ball. True. Because he does that at every golf tournament. Do you ever well, see Zombieland when he, he gets killed? I have not seen Zombieland. <laughs> so, I saw a starter. That's with Woody Harrelson. Yeah, it's so fun. So they go to Bill Murray's house because they think it would be safe. And Bill Murray like had his makeup guy make him look like a zombie so he could go out and hang out with him. And they, oh, okay. they, they wouldn't eat his brains. So he walks into the room and they're scared as hell. They just shoot him and kill him. It's pretty funny. Well, Landon, I hear your daughter upstairs getting tuned up, So, uh, and we're getting at the end of this uh, episode's link. So, hope everybody fills out their brackets, and uh, hope you make a bunch of money. And uh, everybody in Nebraska, stay safe. Hopefully, you can dry out in a hurry and uh, get your livestock and uh, everything situated the way you need it. And uh, hope the sun returns to your state. But in the meantime, uh, everybody keep listening, and we hope we uh, lift your spirits a little bit if you're in that flood zone. And uh, if you're not... Everybody lend a hand any way you can. But until next time, we're going to tell everybody to have a great time and ask you what side of the line are you on. The Dry Line Farmer Podcast brought to you by... Hey, Mato, I'm not a sponsor, but I'm the sports forecaster this week. It's a Abilene Christian and Montana. Montana comes out on top. The Dry Line Farmer Podcast. All rights reserved 2019 and now a member of the Global Ag Network.